conference and uh, we were there and so we were just starting a relationship with Vince and so I called Vince and said look we, we're actually going to come to England and Sue and I were planning to go to Italy for um, a day or two and so he travelled I think about eight or ten hours to come and see us for a morning, we spent a morning together, that was about four years ago and then this year Nick and myself went across to England and Italy um, to do some ministry and we spent two and a half days with Vince and met a number of his team members as well. So we do have a bit of a relationship when I'm stirring him a little bit. He, he won't get offended. Now we saw that incredible video and in fact behind us on the screen, you probably can't see it, but your website is scrolling just to give people an idea. So just tell us a little bit about Youth Alive Italy. What does it do? Youth Alive Italy is not what Youth Alive Australia is. Now, I don't know if everyone here knows about Youth Alive. Is that right? Some people will. So in Australia, Youth Alive do events to reach young people. Um, but in Italy, it's a little bit... You, you have a couple of different layers of your ministry. With Youth Alive Italy, it's more about building bridges with young people so that when young people today come to leadership tomorrow, they already have relationship with other young people from other denominations. So... What my role is today is really to inspire, encourage, and move on young people to be what God had called them to be. Uh, my role is also to prepare the ground or to work the hard ground that yep. is today so that my team can start sowing and then the next generation can start reaping. This is really what Youth Alive is about. We've built bridges not only with uh, churches from uh, evangelical backgrounds, but we also work with uh, uh, Christians from the Catholic denominations yep. where in Italy it's still a very big taboo where you, evangelicals do not work with Catholics. So what we're doing today is to create events outside of denominations, outside of church buildings, somewhere where it's neutral, where young people from all denominations can attend. So we are, this is our vision, to see a to see a church that embraces all Christian denominations for the future. Isn't that fantastic? What a, what a great purpose, changing young people's lives in one nation. It takes quite a lifelong dedication to do that. So, I mean, I know when we've talked about um, Vince's and his, and his ministry um, in our services in the past, we've talked a little bit about some of the events that, that they do. But, of course, they're doing much more than that. So you'll hear a little bit about that during our, our time and our discussion this morning. Tell us how you came to Australia. So you, you actually lived in Australia many years ago. and you. In fact, here's a funny story. Nick, our senior pastor, Vince, was his mother's pastor in Adelaide. How on earth did that happen? Uh, so after graduate, after uh, a little bit, uh, just a little bit of information that may not be important... I went to Bible school in England for two years, and at the end of the two years, um, my uh, uh, director used to call me up and says, Vincent, what's going on with you? You know, all the, all the opportunities that we're offering you, why aren't you taking them on? So I said, I don't, I'm not interested. I, I don't want to be working with uh, the POMs. I don't want to be involved in the UK. My heart's for it Italians. So he says, okay, well, is it because your parents... Uh, are, are of Italian origin? Is it because it's the call of God upon your life? Why do you want to work with them lot? And I said, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Got no idea. So he says, okay, 
We'll find out if it's the call of God upon your life. I'm going to send you over to the Italian Assemblies of God in Rome. And you will find out if it's the call of God <laughs> upon your life. Cut a long story short, I went over there. Within a couple of days, I knew it was the call of God to work with the Italians. So I did the first, the second, and the third year of their Bible school. And I am so blessed to be able to say this morning that in their 50 years of history, I am the first and only student to be failed two weeks before my graduation. I wouldn't brag about that, by the way. I am so happy to have been failed. <laughs> well, you, you might have failed in that way, but not... I mean, that what you've produced is incredible. Now, you, actually, you told me yesterday you had a, a vision as a young man about reaching young Italians. You, you actually... God gave you a vision about that. At the age of 15, I... Uh, my father had just passed away, and so my, mo my mother wanted me to go and have a break. So, for the first time, I went overseas, I went to Italy, and I went to a youth camp, and as I arrived at this, the, the youth camp, the pastor says to me, you're a foreigner, what are you doing here? And I says, I'm only here for one reason, and when I get what I want, I'll go back. So as the, the first evening, we, were, we all gathered together, and we were praying, and we were worshipping, I received the, the baptism in the Holy Spirit, and I had a vision of thousands of young people with arms raised. I didn't understand. I was only 15 years old, and I didn't understand what this was. The vision of thousands of young people with arms raised, what did that mean? So it wasn't until I was 21 years old I realized what that vision meant. From that day, at the age of 15, my heart, my passion was to work with young people of Italian origin. That's all I wanted to do. So everything after that day or that, uh, that time, it was all about preparing for what God had in store for me. So yeah. I trained as a chef because yeah. my mum said to me, if you're going to go into the mission field, you need a profession behind you. So I went off to train as a chef. I'm a qualified chef. Please don't. Don't worry about inviting me around your house for food. <laughs> I love anything that doesn't move in the plate. So I think we'll be inviting ourselves around to your place <laughs> for food. Uh, that's what I think is going to happen. So the vision, the vision was at the age of 15 is to work for, for God and work with young people, work for Italians. Um, when I did Bible school in Rome, I failed two weeks before graduating. And because you, you failed Bible school in your third year in, a, in, in Italy... It means you cannot enter ministry. And that was a hard blow. So I went home, back to London, very disappointed, yeah, very yeah. discouraged. Had no idea what was going to happen, what was the next step after failing Bible school in Rome. I get a phone call from a, a pastor up in Brisbane saying, and he used to be my youth pastor in London. And he said, I've heard that you've just finished Bible school in Rome. Why don't you come over to Australia for a year, travel around the country, work with our, with our churches? And he was part of an Italian organization here in Australia where they used to do youth events with their young people from Italian churches. So that was my first visit into Australia. After that year, I headed back to the UK. Uh, I was offered an opportunity of working at the English Bible School where I graduated from as the student supervisor. 
So I was there for a year, and while I was there, I got a phone call from Adelaide saying, we know you, that you speak Italian, you speak English, we would love to invite you over to pastor our church in Adelaide. And I thought, no, this is... Because they had a congr- an Italian it congregation. Was an Italian, it was an Italian church in Adelaide. Yeah. So, obviously, anything that was to do with Italians, that's where my heart is. So, I thought, wow, what a great opportunity to go and work with Italians in Australia. So, I said, look, you guys don't know who I am. And I don't want you to have any big surprises. And I don't know who you lot are. And I don't really want any big surprises. So, how about if I come over for three months and we get to know each other. And then we'll, we will decide how God leads us after the three months. So, I said to my mum as I was leaving... I said, Mum, I'll be back in three months. Well, 15 years later, I went back home to the UK. So you, you lived in Adelaide for 15 years? Yeah, 15 wow, years. That's incredible. And that's where... I used to pastor the Italian church in Adelaide for pastors around two and a half years at the yeah. Italian yeah. Uh, church. And then I was invited into an Australian church to be the pastor of the Italian fellowship. So I ended up at Paradise Community Church. Right, yeah. So, yep. That's how I came to Australia. That's incredible. And I don't have an Australian accent, okay? We've noticed. <laughs> Thank God. I think we've noticed. <laughs> no, that's, no, hey, no offence taken, because Australi- Australians don't have accents. It's just British people that have accents, clearly. <laughs> Thanks, Charles. I, I received that. Um, now, because I've seen some of the things you do, and, and, and you know, some of our congregation that come regularly know of some of the events that you do, how did, tell us how it started. Like what, obviously, you carried the vision. You had it in your heart. God gave you that picture. How did Youth Alive Italy begin? Because you were living in England at the time. So just tell us a little bit about how it got started. Now, uh, just to, to introduce a little bit about visions and dreams and passions, I just want to refer to Nehemiah. Nehemiah, one of the verses in the second chapter says... Nehemiah, hearing the news in regards to Jerusalem, his hometown, he was touched. This is what the verse says. He was touched and he cried and he prayed. Now, each one of us, God has planted into our life a dream, a passion, a desire. So it's a seed that gets planted. At the age of 10 years old, my mom says to me, Vincent, you need to prepare for your, your first communion. So at the age of 10, I prayed. And that is strange for a young lad from Catholic background to pray. And I said, God, there's only two things I want in my life. One, when I grow up, I want to be a priest. <laughs> <laughs> and two, when I die, I want to go to paradise. <laughs> I'm a pastor, and I have been to Paradise and back, (laughs) Paradise Community Church. (laughs) At the age of 15, my dream or my vision or my passion was to work with young people, and they had to be Italians. And from the age of 15, I started to pray for Italy. Mm. I went off to Bible school because I wanted to work with Italians. I was sent over to Rome because I wanted to work for Italians. I was failed, and because I was failed, 
at Bible school, I couldn't enter ministry in Italy. I was invited out to Australia to pastor an Italian church that had heaps of young people. On returning, and while out in Australia for 15 years, yeah. my church that I was pastoring, myself, we prayed for Italy and the next generation that God was calling up. So in reality, even though I was in Australia, my heart and my passion was in Italy. But God was at work. Sure. And I am so thankful for being privileged to be able to serve God in Australia because I've learned so much. And if Youth Alive exists today, it's because of the training that I received while I was here yeah. in Australia. Even though Youth Alive Italia has a, it's totally different from Youth Alive Australia, but the passion is that to reach young people to believe in young people, to inspire young people, and to give them opportunities yeah. to serve today, their generation. So on returning to the UK, after I left, Para uh, left Paradise Community Church, the, the plan was that I was going to leave Paradise Community Church, go back to London, do a year out in Europe, and then after the year was open, uh, over, was to head back to Perth. Right and pastor a church in Perth. So I head out to the UK. When I arrive home, the first thing that my mum does is she beats me up like any typical <laughs> wog. I'm sorry, I'm not supposed to say that. You can't say that anymore. Sorry, 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 That's sorry, sorry. Right. Italians. Italians. Typical Italians. She beat me up. She says, after 15 years, you decide to come home. And I says, yeah, but I'm only here for a year. <laughs> so that year, I decided to tour Italy. And I decided to tour Italy because I wanted to see what God was doing in Italy. I had no idea that I was going to be staying yeah. at that time. Sure. But I wanted to see what God was, going to, was doing. Yeah. Because my, my heart, yes, was to return to Australia. But it was to plan to be able to do something for Italy from Australia. Right. So I head out to Italy, start touring Italy, and every church I went to, or all the friends that I'd met up with, what's your passion? And I said, my passion, my heart, my vision is to see in Italy a youth movement that embraces all Christians, and that Jesus can be made famous through young people who have passion for Jesus. Yeah. So they, the answers were, uh, and it was, go back to Australia. <laughs> it's never going to happen. There's no way it's going to happen. So my last stop in Italy was in Pisa. So I got into Florence and I lost my last train out to Pisa. And I, like other journeys, I was in the railway station and I got on my knees. I actually got on my knees. And I said, I've had enough of the, of the Italians. <laughs> that was a good save, Vince. Very good save. <laughs> I've had enough. If you've called me to work with the Italians, I'm praying that you will open a door here. If you're not going to open a door here, I'm going to go back to Australia, and I don't want to have anything to do with the Italians. I want to go back to Australia and make a name of myself, have a church, 
and serve the rest of my time with the Australian people. The morning after, catch my train, head out to Pisa, and I was catching up with people that I'd had met when I was 15 years old. So relationship is very important. Building bridges with people is very important because we don't know where those relations are going to lead. So we sat down one evening with around 30 people around a table. They were all adults. They all had their own children. And the question was, what's your passion? What's your dream? And the answer was, my heart, my passion, my dream is to see a youth movement in Italy where it embraces all denominations and builds bridges with the Catholics so that they can make Jesus famous and bring the world to know that Jesus is alive. Mm. The answer was, we've been praying for years that God will send us a foreigner. A foreigner who would believe in our nation and work for our young people. So... I headed back to London. I, had, I was going to be leaving for Perth. But God had decided differently for me that mm. I was not heading back yeah. to Perth. And God does use negativities to work for positivities. Yeah, he directs you that way. That's how yeah. God sometimes works. Yeah. He causes things to upset us. Or they seem to be obstacles in the way. But God is using those obstacles to lead us into what is his positives. So when things start to go bad, remember that each dark cloud has its silver lining. So I was forced or I had to remain in London or in Europe because of certain circumstances. And so for the first five years, I took on a job, a full-time job, which helped me to pioneer Youth Alive Italia from London. So for the first five years of Youth Alive Italia, from Monday to Friday, I'd be working a full-time job, catch a 10 10 p.m. flight out to Milan, get into Milan Central Station at 1.30 in the morning and catch a train from Milan Central to Pisa at 5.30 in the morning. And from Pisa, that's where we pioneered and started what we see today. Youth Alive Italia. That's incredible. Isn't that amazing? Sacrifice, dedication, focus, vision. It's acting on that seed that God plants in someone's heart. Now, just want to bring this to a conclusion. I've met some of your team members. So you have, I think, five different teams spread throughout the country and they actually help facilitate your ministry and when Nick and I were, were with you and your teams this, earlier this year, we noticed the incredible depth, uh, strength, passion, sacrifice that those team members carry in themselves. And I know that's part of your vision, but just tell us a little bit about your teams and, and their function and, and why you've developed teams to, to help facilitate the ministry of Youth Alive Italy. If I'm here today as the director of Youth Alive Italia, it's because... I've got an awesome team. It's because of them that I'm still in Italy. And it's also, and I have to say this, and I'm not whitewashing anybody, and it's also thanks to Uni Hill Church, thank you, that I'm still serving a country that's not mine, 
a generation that's not mine, mm. and a vision that I will never see the fulfillment take place. Each member of the Youth Alive team has been involved, or God has been involved in meeting each individual. Some of the members that are a part of the team today are still the founding members 15 years ago. They are still part of the vision and the work of Youth Alive today. It's incredible. 15 years ago, these young people that it, it is and it was and it still continues to be a God thing were young people that were not considered part of a church. They were young people that nobody was investing in their life. And so the, the, the day that I met these young people and started sharing my heart with them, I could see on their face, they're thinking, this guy is mad. <laughs> it's never going to happen. So I said to them, we're going to have an event. I don't know how many people are going to come over to this event. And this is going to be the beginning of a change for your generation. So we did the event with over 200 young people attending for three days. After the event, I started choosing young people to be part of the team. And these young people that started off Youth Alive Italia 14 years ago are people that nobody believed in them. So Youth Alive invested in these young people. Yeah. We sacrificed. We used a lot of faith and a lot of patience. See, people today, they look and they judge with what they see. Yeah. But God looks and inspires and in believes in what they will be tomorrow. Totally, yeah, they but become. they need a generation today right. that will inspire them, encourage them, and believe in them when everybody is saying there is no way God is going to use them. That's right. So 99% of the team that exists today are young people where everybody used to say, you will never do anything for God. But somebody decided to believe. Somebody decided to invest, invest yeah. and somebody that continuously says, God, give me patience with these young people. And today, after 15 years, I've got a team of around 60 young people, the core team, who are inspiring their generation. But it's because of you guys that have believed in what Youth Alive Italia is doing, that somebody can continue to invest in their lives. And yeah. I want to say from my team to all of you guys, to the leadership, to the church, and each individual, thank you for what you're doing in Italy for the next generation of young people. It's our pleasure. And I bless you in Jesus' name. Yeah. Why don't we give him a big hand? Just stay here for a minute. I just wish I could take you over there and, and actually meet them. They are incredible. If you just quickly tell us what, what cities are your teams in because they're spread throughout. The nation's quite large, really, in terms of travel and stuff. So, so I pastor a team of, at the moment, it's four teams. In 2019, it's going to be five years. So I, I pastor five, four, and next team. So we have Turin, we have Milan, we have Florence, we have Bari, Taranto, and next year we will have... Uh, Sicily, Palermo. So Incredible. I travel with it throughout the, the whole country working with these young people, training these young people, inspiring these young people. This is what I do. I just serve a generation that's not mine. 
in a country that's not mine. Incredible. And, and look, we at Unihill, we feel that's the connection we have with what Vince is doing, is actually we're working here locally to raise up the next generation. And we can't just, for instance, just come on a Sunday, do our worship service and leave it at that. We have to be always raising up the next generation and giving them opportunity to actually lead and serve God right where they are. Uh, and so it's not just about the events that, that they organise, it's the other stuff that you don't hear about that are not publicised, even on their website, but that we have seen firsthand. And we feel that that's the connection that God's given us and we're going to continue to explore that into the future. May I interrupt? Go ahead. As an Italian, well, as I'm an not I- Italian, no, no. but anyway. As an Englishman. As an I- Italian, <laughs> Englishman. I want to leave something really that has been part of my life from day one. So God has called each, each one of us we're all called of him. We're all saved, but we're saved for service. That's right. We're, we serve where God places us. Right. So to, for us to enable to fulfill the call of God that's upon our life, and we're all called, he puts a seed in each one of us. And this seed is what we call vision, or what we call passion, or what we call desire. We want to be doctors, we want to be uh, teachers, we want to be firemen, we want to be chefs. funeral directors, we want to be chefs, we, wanna, we want to be. When I was a little kid, the question in school was, when you grow up, what do you want to do? So my question to you is, what is your passion? What is your dream? What pushes you to go forward? So God places a seed. Then there's the time of the death of the seed. And this is when we find ourselves in God's classroom where he's teaching us to become more like Christ. The death of the seed is when we think that the world's fallen apart, where there's no hope for a future, where we think the passion, the dream is over. But then there's the fulfillment of the seed. The fulfillment of the seed is that your passion, your dream starts to bring its fruit. But remember that the seed, inside that seed, there's a great potential. Never underestimate your potential yeah. and never underestimate the potential that there is in someone else and our service my generation our generation is to believe in the next generation and to inspire them and to encourage them and to father them yeah. thank, you. thank you he told me he wasn't a preacher but uh, I think he is actually Sue can you just pick up that little bottle over there so come up here Charles and stand up next to us Vincent I felt while we were actually um, worshipping together this morning that um, I would get our pastor Charles to anoint Vince. I know we didn't plan to do this, but, you know, Vince, as we were worshipping um, side by side there this morning, and I know a little bit about of your, the rest of your story, like he's bivocational, he doesn't get enough financial support, he has to work, there's a lot of expenses that he personally covers. When they do the events, they don't have enough money to pay for them until they sell enough tickets and... There's a whole range of other stuff we haven't had time to go into today. But when we were singing that, that song, that last song, about, you know, your past is gone and that the, the Lord is actually going to give you something new. And I felt for at least our Italian representative here this morning, Pastor Charles, would you the anoint... Australian Italian. Australian Italian. <laughs> would you anoint and pray over yeah. him for a new... I think there's a new season coming for you, Vince.